Hi, welcome. It's good to see everyone. As we're getting ready to go, everyone's getting signed in, getting hydrated, all good things. Do we have sound? Everyone, we're on it. Cool. This is excellent. We've also got gratuitous footage of Zach's cat, Violet, just uh, really loving on his yoga mat. So if you if you want to check out Zach's screen, then just... Uh, there's some pretty cute catness over there. Oh, but Meyer won't be outdone. Meyer is going to come and get all over this yoga class. Meyer named after Meyer Lemons. Is that the, is that the connection there? Cool. Oh, Scott, nice shirt. What's that? <laughs> That's it. How's it oh, going? It's good. It's good to see you. Likewise. All right. It looks like the uh, the band's all back together. It's a good week to be in this practice. It's a week of transition for a lot of us with uh, school starting, and we've got teachers in the room, we've got parents in the room, we've got counselors in the room. I heard something uh, this morning that was, we're all in kindergarten now. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's, our, it's all our first year at everything, and that, that does make a lot of sense. Um, what we're going to do with our practice this week in particular is let it be a grounding practice, let it be simple, and let it be that ritual that we come to each day that renews us uh, for whatever new things we may be facing or whatever same same we might be facing day to day. But this is a ritual practice. This is something that we can count on in our day. And so we're going to start with one of our most uh, reliable poses, child's pose which we begin our practice in, in order to ground and to center. So there's our, our challenge, particularly when there's a dog that will not get off your mat. But the pose itself, coming down to the floor, curling into your own body, is a way of making a break with whatever is going on outside of you in order to check in what's happening inside of you. And some of us have come in with some neck and shoulder tension, it sounds like. That's, that's a human condition. We'll work to relieve stress there with our postures and, and also with the way that we practice. So go ahead and let your arms slide back by your sides if you're not already and let your shoulders round over your knees so that your upper back broadens. Take your breath into the space right between your shoulder blades. So you're breathing in your entire rib cage, but focusing your attention on that space between the shoulder blades, letting it open with each inhale. Letting it soften with each exhale. And take some time while we're here to notice the muscles of your face. Could they soften? Could they let go of any expression? Any lines that the day has left? Any residue? That's not yours. One more breath here, knowing that you can return anytime you want or need. And with your next inhale, come on up to your hands and knees. And take a few rounds of cat and cow. We round and arch your spine. Moving through. Back bend and 
forward bend. I'm going to check out how our spine is moving in, in its frontal plane. This is the one that we, we mostly exist in, walking forward, working with computers and interacting with each other. Coming back to center, we'll work with side to side. So you squeeze one hip to the shoulder, back to center, and then squeeze the other side. We work through the lateral plane of the body. Not one that we, we move in all that much throughout the day, one that supports the rest of our movement. Starting to have air out through these muscles that hold us together. The muscles that help us breathe. Coming back into your center line, we'll work in rotation. So you're going to take your right arm up, open it to the side or toward the ceiling doesn't even have to be straight, it could be cactus. You're going to bring it through into a thread the needle twist. Maybe you put your shoulder down, maybe you hover it. When you inhale, open up again, reach for the ceiling or cactus your arm, and then down and through, breathe out. When you breathe in, you'll open your chest to the side, let the arm go to whatever range of motion is comfortable in your shoulder. Down and through. Inhale up one more time and open twist. Press into your hand that's on the mat. When you exhale, bring your right hand down. And on your inhale, we'll change sides. Take your left arm up. And then exhale down and through. Inhale. Open. Exhale, down and through. Breathe in, breathe out. Next breath in, open up the open twist. And hand to your mat back at center. We'll take one more round of the cat and cow pose, rounding, arching, bring things back into central alignment, and then turn your toes under, come on up to down dog. And take your hands at least shoulder distance apart, but could go wider, and possibly even out to the sides of your mat, depending on how your shoulders and neck feel. Set your gaze between your feet. So that your head lines up between your arms. And as you press the floor away with your hands, bend your knees so that you lengthen up through your side body. And you bend your right knee, drop your left heel down. You might straighten the left leg more. If it's too much, you come just a little bit back from too much. Right? Be where you can breathe and focus your awareness on pressing your hands down, lengthening up through your side body. And come back to center, soften both knees. And then the other side, bend your left knee, drop your right heel down. You can straighten that leg all the way, but you might not. Why not need to? If you're feeling enough, you're feeling enough. Finding that spot is the yoga practice. What's enough without too much? Be where you can still focus on your hands pressing down, arms lengthening, side bodies lengthening, breath in. As you breathe out, both knees bend. You look forward to your hands. Walk forward into a ragdoll. Feet about hip distance apart. 
or mat distance apart. And if you really want to release through your low back, the feet wider is never a bad idea. You could also slide your forearms to your thighs in order to rest your chest on your arms. Let your head get heavy and the back of your neck get long. Turn your head very slowly side to side as if you're just trying to unwind those muscles of the neck. Hold the head up by dropping the head heavily and this gentle rotation. Make your way back to center. Release your hands to your mouth. Walk your feet together. Now press into your feet. Squeeze your legs. Come rolling up to stand. We're take mountain pose with arms wide or even cactus, but a way that allows your neck to soften, to be free. And then bow forward with your exhale. Hands are going to come down the center lines to give them something to do and to keep the weight close to the body. Breathe in, lift halfway. Hands to shins for this one. Use your hands to press back as you press your chest forward. And then we're going to curl in, fold again, down to your legs. Press your feet down on your inhale. Reach up to sit. And exhale, fold forward, bend at your knees, send your hips back. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And bow forward, breathe out. Moving on, sunny, inhale, reach up. Exhale, fold forward, bend your knees. Send your hips back, good. Breathe in, lift halfway, press your feet down, draw your heart forward. Plant your hands, step back, high push-up. You could go to low push-up, you could also go to cat pose, depending on what you prefer. From low push-up, upward facing dog. From the cat pose, you would take cow. And then down dog, breathe all the way out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Good. Bow with your exhale, chest to your thighs, then your head drops. Let it be the last thing to drop. Let it drop fully. Press your feet down. You're rolling up, stacking your spine from the base all the way up to the ribs, through the shoulders, the neck, and your head. Arms wide, shoulders soft. Bow, exhale. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back. Lower through your push-up series. Empty your breath. Draw breath in. And press the breath out. Forward walk or lightly hop to your hands. Press your feet down, draw your heart forward. And exhale, fold down, breathe in. One more round, sane. Inhale, reach up. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, low push-up, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And down dog, breathe all the way out. Pause here. Set your gaze. Get three breaths, down dog. So let your eyes rest to soften. Let the 
peripheral vision get bigger. That's one way that yoga can help our, our eyes. We spend so much time looking at screens and, and particularly small screens and small letters on screens. Let your eyes rest by taking in a bigger view. Empty on your exhale, like really empty. And then look forward to your hands. Walk or lightly hop to the top of the mat. We'll breathe in, lift halfway. And bow forward, breathe all the way out. And then Ukatasana, chair pose, sit back. Arms reach forward or cactus, breathe here. You sit back into your heels for three. Let your upper back soften. Let the skin around your neck and shoulders, like, like the collar area, soften. May need to bring the arms down. I do. Have a breath in your chest lifts. When you exhale, chest to thighs, then let your head drop. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And down dog, breathe all the way out. Step your right foot forward. Plant both feet, come up warrior one. And again, arms could be overhead. Overhead in this case would mean slightly in front of your ears. Cactus arms, arms at your sides, palms forward. Any variation that works for you so you can focus on your legs. Press into your back foot down and toward the back corner of the mat. And squeeze your back leg. Make sure your front toes point straight ahead. Pull into your front heel. So you sit as low as you go with the work coming from the foot. Knee over your ankle. Could be behind, but not in front. Wherever you have your arms, it's your heart that lifts. And your shoulders stay soft. The shell of your upper back stays soft. Squeeze your back leg, lift your chest, go up, maybe a little back. When you exhale, hands to your mat, low push-up or the cat-cow. Breathe in. Press into your hands, pull your abdominals in to go back, down dog, breathe out. Step your left foot forward. Both feet flat, reach up warrior one. And arms stack over your collarbones, come to cactus, down at your sides. Just take a moment, notice what your neck and shoulders are doing. If you like it, keep doing it. Right? If it doesn't feel like it's getting you some stress relief, some kind of enjoyment, right? change. And then work your feet. Press the back foot down and back. Pull into your front heel. You've got the engagement of your legs. Abdominals up and in. Your heart lifts. Wherever your arms are, rib cage lifts. And you squeeze your back leg to support the lift of your ribs. So back leg is everything in a warrior. Right? The warrior coming from behind lifts up goes back and then hands to the mat breathe out low push up breathe in upward facing dog and breathe out down dog have a breath and empty it all the way out You're going to step your right foot forward again for warrior one. Plant your feet, reach up, 
Squeeze your back leg to lift your chest. Then you want to open to warrior two. So arms, and the rib cage, then the hips. And once your feet are on one track, pause. All right, so that's a busy transition. Pause for a moment. What do you feel? You can feel the soles of both feet. Ball your big toe, ball your baby toe, center of each heel. Can they press down? And if everything's good there, then stop the thinking process. Move into the squeeze of your back leg, the pull of your front heel. Just like in the Warrior One, slightly different sensations. And again, you're checking in with abdominals lifting so your chest can lift. How are your shoulders, your neck? And if your shoulders could drop a little, if something could be lighter there, try turning your palms up. You don't have to stay there, but you could try it out, see if that helps. Usually it's the rotation of the arm bones in the shoulder socket that takes some pressure off the upper back. Pull into your front heel, stay low in your legs. That is where you want to feel this work. And on an inhale, reverse. And for today, bend your upper arm, bring your hand to your head, press the back of your head into your hand. And then what we're going to expand here, and keep the right shoulder blade you know, soft to the back, you're going to expand your rib cage. You're going to think in the rib cage like an accordion, spreading through the right ribs. Keep your left side body long and press into your left hand on your leg to help you stay uplifted. One more breath in, press your head back into your hand. And then on your exhale, cartwheel down, low push up. Plant your hands, low or slow. Breathe in. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Then step your left foot forward. Warrior one, both feet go flat. Back leg squeezes, you lift your chest, your arms. You feel your feet here, you feel the pose. Then exhale the transition. Warrior two, pause as you inhale. If something needs to change, change it. If you can press down through both feet, squeeze your back leg, pull into your front heel, you're there. Set your gaze at your front hand, let the Gaze get big and soft again. The shoulders could use some help. Palms up. And you can bend your elbows even quite a bit here to relieve tension in the shoulders. And you won't do less work. You'll do different work. If you bend your elbows, kind of press your elbows down like someone had their hands underneath them. And you're pressing the elbows into the hands. Hands are pressing up into you. We get the upper back muscles activated in the way that we want them for our posture. A lot of times the palms down ends up with shoulders by your ears. So using the palms up, elbows down, you get upper back muscles drawing you into clear posture, uplifted posture. One more breath here. Pull into your front heel to stay low as you take reverse. Stay low on your legs, you're gonna bend your upper arm and bring your hand behind your head. So head's gonna press back into the hand a little bit. We're gonna use this arm position to focus on side body, the length through your left side. It's like you're kind of expanding the accordion, pressing your elbow up. Right hand can work on your right hip or your right leg to help you keep the right side long as well. Get a breath in here. When you exhale, unwind, cartwheel down, low push up. We'll breathe in, upward facing dog. And down dog, breathe all the way out. Have a breath in. Let it out through your mouth. You could sigh it, you could roar it out, you could drop an F-bomb, whatever you need today. Once the breath is out, look forward, walk, or lightly hop to your hands. 
Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And bow forward, breathe all the way out. Drop your hips back, Ukatasana, inhale. Then we'll twist, bring your hands to your heart, rotate. We're gonna take a left elbow toward your right knee. And then we'll open the arms. I could do cactus style. You could take one hand to your hip, right hand to your hip. What we're gonna all do, next exhale, is sit hips lower, pull your chest up. So you're sliding the left arm up until you're about maybe like wrist to knee. Press your arm into your leg. Press your leg back into your arm. Good. If the right shoulder feels a little stuck or your neck feels a little stuck, definitely go with right hand to right hip. Hip sitting back, heart lifting up, breath in. When you exhale, bow forward, toe heel your feet apart. And take Padangasasana, the peace fingers of each hand, first two fingers of each hand. Round big toe, inhale, halfway lift, flat back. And bow forward, breathe out. And if holding your feet causes uh, stress in your low back or stress in your shoulders, there's no reason to hold the feet here. A reason to have your fingers wrapped around the toes is to bend your elbows out to the sides and your arms in, in somewhat of a circle shoulder blades drawing out to the sides, making space in your upper back. Also, we're not trying to cut off circulation in the big toe, so if you got a pretty tight grip there, you can soften it. Have a breath in. And let it out through your mouth. Release your feet, bring them together. On your inhale, Ukatasana, chair pose, sit back. And then hands to your heart. We're gonna twist, bring left elbow, the right elbow outside left knee. And then open your arms, any shape that works for you. Slide your hips lower, your heart higher. So it's like a seesaw in the body. The hips lower, the heart can lift. And your spine's moving upward in a diagonal. As you press your leg into your arm. Fairly easy for most of us to press the arm into the leg. But instead, press leg into arm. Use that to rotate. Use left shoulder blade toward your spine. Pulling left shoulder blade in toward center, spreading out through your left shoulder. Hips low, heart high, breathe in. When you exhale, bow forward. Toe heel your feet apart. And we'll go again with the hands feet. This time, hands underneath. So, Parahasasana, toes to your wrist creases. You could have the ball of your big toe in the kind of ball of your thumb. And that can give a nice little acupressure. Um, can also be too much. <laughs> if you notice yourself in the practice doing too much, being too much, thinking too much, that's good feedback. If you think something's too much, it is. And sometimes, like life hands us too much. We've all been there. We don't have to do it to ourselves. If you need to rest, if you need to ease up in your yoga practice, in this meditative physical practice that we're doing, that's cool. Like everything needs to ease up right now. And release your hands. Plant them to your mat. Take a little step back with your feet so you can crouch down easily for crow. So crow, an arm balance, but you don't have to take your feet off the floor. 
You're going to slide your upper arms back until they meet your knees. Hands plant down, spread your fingers. Feel your thumb and first finger, that L shape. Press down there as you rock your weight forward. Feet are going to stay together. They're going to be the tail of the crow and pull feet off the floor by squeezing your knees together into the arm. Hugging with your hamstring muscles to draw your heels toward your bum. Look forward. And then on your inhale, heart even more forward. When you exhale, hop back, low push up if you like. Or just make like you hop back to low push up. We'll meet up in down dog. And then down to child's pose. Knees to the mat and could be a good time again to tuck the arms back at the sides and let your shoulders fall over your knees in order to spread your upper back. Have a breath in. Let you let out slowly. On an inhale, come back up to your hands and knees and down dog. And we'll look to your hands, walk or lightly hop to the top of your mat. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, fold forward. Press your feet down, roll up to standing mountain pose. And we'll take eagle. We're gonna take right side eagle, but we're gonna take the arms in the forearm press. So you're bringing hands together and elbows toward one another. And they may touch, they may not. They're gonna hug in. And the right leg crosses over. And you set your gaze straight ahead through your arms as if you could see through them, or maybe there's a gap that you can see through. And then the work of softening your gaze, softening your face, your jaw, allowing these muscles of communication and expression to rest. Then do the work in your legs. Press your standing foot down, really root it. Squeeze your standing leg so the glute muscle squeezes the sitting bone. Hug your leg muscles in so that your legs hug into your hips. And the lower leg as it's crossed over, press your shin bone back toward the standing shin bone. On your next inhale, unwind, reach up. Mountain pose, arms wide, press both feet down, lift your heart, set your gaze soft, and then other side, and bring your arms, palms press, elbows hug toward one another or into one another, and keep working that, that spreads your upper back and works some musculature that we don't always get to. Left leg crosses over, you set your eyes, you soften them, you soften your face, your jaw, your throat. Let your breath in and out. And press your standing foot down. Squeeze through the legs so you feel the right glute muscle hugging the sitting bone. And then leg bones hug in toward your hips. Right shin hugs back into your left shin. It's pressing into the right shin. Whether the legs get wrapped or not, it doesn't matter. The shin bones press toward one another. Breath in. Use your exhale to slide lower. When you inhale, unwind and reach up. And then hands to heart center. We'll pause. Press into your feet. Squeeze your leg. Breathe into that space between your shoulder blades that probably has felt some action in the past couple poses. Let it broaden with your inhale. 
and release with your exhale. And we'll take tree pose. Gonna root down through your left foot, let your right leg slide up. Let the shape the legs take be easy. So then you can focus in on the strength of the standing leg. Squeeze muscle to bone. Squeeze glute muscle to sitting bone. And from there, abdominals up and in. Heart lifts. Maybe your arms lift if they do go wide with them today so that your shoulders can soften. And press your standing foot down to lift your heart up. Squeeze the muscles of your arms to fan your fingers out. Have a breath in. And as you exhale, one step at a time, hands to heart and foot to mat. Pause where you are. Have a breath still in your body. Even if every bit of you wants to just get out of this pose. Empty your breath, empty any of the inner wiggles that seem to come up after that. Root down through your right foot. Let your left foot slide up. Let it find its place. So your mind's listening to your body on this one. The shape of your legs is easy. And then the work of the legs is not. The squeeze of the standing leg, the press of leg into foot, right? That's the work you're doing. Not the work of how high can you get your heel, how strong can you make your legs? How much can you connect them to your abdominals to allow your heart to lift and your arms to lift? And press your standing foot down to lift your heart. Squeeze muscle to bone in your arms to fan your fingers out. And then hands to heart center, foot to your mat. We'll pause. Even if every bit of us wants to wiggle, we'll pause. And there, there is something in balance poses that gives us that idea we need to shake things off or, or fix everything. It's fine if you do that. And it's also powerful to pause and notice. Sometimes just noticing is the fix. And noticing with kindness and awareness, affection for ourselves, our bodies, our minds. We work on our listening skills. Next, inhale, lift your chest, lift your arms, mountain pose. When you exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Good. Plant your hands, step back, low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And down dog, breathe out. Step your right foot forward, warrior one. Plant your feet, squeeze your back leg. Open into warrior two, open the arms. Press into your feet. Inhale, straighten your front leg. Exhale, triangle. And you can have your right hand on a block or your shin or the floor if you've, that's uh, accessible to you. That's going to depend on your arm length, leg length, and length of your stance. Make your right hand light, though. So you're going to press into your feet, pull into your abdominals. 
Let your chest lift from the work of your feet pressing down. So the arms feel like they're spread wide and light. Particularly your right shoulder, the right side of your neck. Spacious and light. Breath in. When you exhale, bend your front knee. Warrior two, come back up. And then you'll turn to the side of your mat for straddle. And parallel your feet. And if you need to kind of dance around to find the right space for you, go for it. We're going to lift up and bow forward at center. Then you can take your hands to the floor or blocks. Plant your palms. And use the pressure of your palms into your mat to draw you closer into your legs. If it's too much, soften your knees a bit. You find that place where it's just enough. On your inhale, you're going to walk your hands out and around toward your right foot, front foot. And depending where you are on your mat, you might switch it up so we go to the right. Bring the back knee down into a low lunge. And you can pad the back knee if you like. We're going to walk the hands to the inside of the foot and then down to forearms for lizard. Blocks are really helpful here for... For a lot of us, in the uh, lowering of the forearms. And if that still doesn't work for you, if that causes like, shoulder junk to happen, like, then stay on your, your hands. And shoulder junk is the technical term for it. But if you feel a lot of pressure in your shoulders when you go to forearms, you come back up to your hands. No shoulder junk. And for most of us, we have to be pretty conscious to recognize when we're, I'm going to keep using the word, when we're holding shoulder junk. Because they will, they will take on, our shoulders will, our wrists will, our neck will, a lot of work. In this particular pose, right? they're not supposed to. You get to a place where your feet are pressing down. Your legs are holding steady. Your abdominals are drawn in. And if you're down on your forearms, shoulders feel light. You could drop your head, release your neck. If that's not happening, then you do those things on your hands or with your hands on blocks. Press both feet down. Pull in through your abdominals. And one more breath. Empty it slow. We'll come up to the hands wherever you've gone. Come back. And plant your hands and bring your right knee back in line with the left. Coming down to the floor. All the way down for cobra on your inhale. Press your feet down. Pull your upper back muscles down toward your waist, toward your hips. And then release slowly, press into your hands. Hands and knees to down dog. Pause, have a breath. And let it out through your mouth. And step your left foot forward, warrior one. Exhale, warrior two. On your inhale, straighten your front leg. Doesn't have to go all the way straight. And exhale, tip into triangle. And then whether you're working your left hand on the block or the floor or your shin, you make it light by pressing into your feet. Pulling your heart up and forward. 
but if you think about this triangle, there's tons of triangles actually in triangle pose. Think about this triangle as your feet and your heart, right? or your feet and your sternum. Feet pressing down, heart going up. Those are the three points that are connecting. And again, the left arm, you want it to feel light. You can check out the left shoulder. If you got shoulder junk there, more pressing through your feet, more lift of your heart, and slide your hand up a bit. Right, so as I look, I see some, some shoulders that are getting kind of crunched there. Try sliding your hand up to even your thigh so that you can better lift your chest. Yeah. If you think your shoulder may be crunchy, it is. Have a breath in, heart forward and up. And then exhale towards you. And then turn to the side. We'll take another straddle. This time, if you'd like to lace your hands behind you, right? Like if you like that, if it feels good. You lift up and you bow forward with the hands laced. If that doesn't feel good to you, bring your arms around your legs and make connection of hands to, to thighs or hands to calf muscles. And your body will tell you it will not lie. Our mind will do a lot of what ifs, and when you notice a lot of words, right, that's your mind. But your body, the sensations, they're true. And well, we are sometimes of the mind to push through sensations, and we're sometimes of the mind to kind of back away from sensation. If instead we can practice listening to the sensation and responding to it, do you feel steady? Are you breathing? Are you trying too hard or struggling even? Are you a little distracted and you could do more? One more breath, right where you are, listening to what your body's telling you. And release your hands and walk them around toward your left foot, which is now the front of the mat, so the left side. You can switch it up, do. And come to your hands or to your forearms inside this leg for lizard. Allowing this side to be whatever shape it shows up. There are many reasons why you might need a different positioning of your arms here. And those include the fact that just as human beings, like as we're born, we're not exactly symmetrical. Also includes the fact that most of us, as we move through our life, right, our left side has one experience and our right side has a different experience. Most of us are not unlucky enough to be injured in exactly the same way on both sides. And if there has been injury on one side, right, then, like that side needs our care. Check in again with your neck, with your shoulders, with your hands, your jaw, all the places are related, connected, and we can show up at the end of the day with tension in our neck or jaw or shoulders. Considering the entire line, jaw through neck, shoulders, upper back, arms, hands, 
part of the practice of unwinding. That'll help more than all the neck rolls in the world. But we'll get to those too. Slowly walk up to your hands. If you're not there already, press the hands down. We're going to take the left knee back in line with the right. Your hands and knees to the floor for cobra. Press your feet down, pull your elbows back. And then release slow, press into your hands, to your knees, and back to down dog. Cool. Have a breath in. Let it out through your mouth. And look forward, walk or lightly hop to seated and onto your back for bridge. Or if you prefer wheel, a wheel. breath in and when you exhale slowly come down when you make your way to your supta baddha konasana or constructive rest pose we'll bring hands to center line so one to your heart one to your navel center or you could choose both to one or the other Feel your breath, feel your heartbeat. And then check in with your spine from your hips all the way up to the back of your head. Does it want to lengthen? You want to pick up your head and slide it back or pick up your rib cage and slide it back. Could you be more comfortable? If you're not sure, experiment. That's the only way we, we will be sure. On your next inhale, you're going to bring your knees together onto your chest. A good rock side to side across your low back. And then knees in circles, one in each hand, and let the leg bones kind of spin around. And then back to center, knees in toward your chest, or take them out to right angles for belly twisting pose. You press your upper back down, press the back of your head down. Move your knees side to side. Working the, the head down into the mat, the shoulder blades down into the mat in order to support the twist and also to keep the neck muscles from clenching to hold things still. You're pressing the back of your head down, back down you know, through the work of back muscles and the muscles that are meant to kind of hold you up rather than the front of the throat that's so busy with turning our head side to side and throughout the day holding us up. Let it off the hook a little bit here. As your knees twist to one side, anchor the other shoulder blade, really press it down. There's kind of an equal action of pressing shoulder down as you're dropping the knees to the side. Again, press the shoulder down on the other side. One more round through. Make your way back to center, hug your knees in, 
and nose to knees and knees to nose. Curl up tightly. Use your abdominal muscles. So you're bringing your rib cage to your hips. Those muscles pull in. Tuck your chin in tightly so that the back of your neck is long. If you like a rocking chair action on your spine, you can rock up and back. If that's not so much for you, you can use your hands to help you press up to seated. Take any comfortable cross-legged seated pose. That could be siddhasana, which is the ankle cross. It could be sukhasana, which is ankle to knee cross. It could be a double pigeon where you hang the ankle off the knee. Whatever leg you land with on top is perfect because we're going to do both legs. Now lift your hips up, slide them back, and with the cross legs, bow forward. If as you do this, you find that you got in over your head, you can come back out of it anytime and readjust the legs. Here, let your head drop. Let it be heavy, chin in toward your chest, back of your neck long. Bring your breath again to that space between your shoulder blades. And check in with your shoulders, your arms, your hands, your jaw. If there's any junk anywhere, that's something you can let go. That's one good news piece about the, the tension in the neck and the shoulders and jaw and hands. We're really good at kind of willfully letting those go. Right? The stuff that's going on in our hips right now, right? That's just like time and breath. Right? We, we can't just tell it to let go. But we can tell ourselves right, to unwind our jaw, to ungrip our hands. We can use that biofeedback that we get from the release of those places to encourage the rest of the body to follow along. On your next inhale, you're gonna come up slowly and switch sides with the other leg in front or on top. And once more, if this side looks different, good. It probably should. If you get into this side too far as you go, come back out. We're gonna lift the hips up and bow forward. Let your head drop, let your hands rest, your arms rest. Once you've got yourself set up in the cross-legged stance that works for you, then the idea is to breathe and to do everything that's possible to make your breathing easier for you. So your mind has this meditation to do here of making it easier on you. What could soften? What could be set aside? What can make the just simple task of breathing easier, more effective? One of the things it teaches us is to locate what we can do right now. What are the things that are helpful right now? And do those. One more breath here.
your inhale your way up and take both legs out in front if you want to do a little you know shaking them out and do that then flex your feet spread your toes now lift up again we're gonna take the hands by the sides scoot your hips back and bow forward let your head drop and then as we're here you can let your head Gently roll side to side. And the weight of the head. And taking this neck roll into more upper mid-back area. Sending your breath there. Let your head come back to center. Try drawing your abdominals in. Roll up to seated. Take your hands back behind you. Plant them. We're going to lift your chest. You might also lift your hips into incline plank. Personal choice. When you exhale, come down onto your back. Have any finishing poses, stretches, movements, water breaks that you need. Make your way to Shavasana. If you can go straight there, soak it up. Something needs to be done so you can be more comfortable. You do that. And you let yourself be held by this floor, this mat right here, right now. Muscles undo any work from the practice or the day. Let your mind undo. By letting it focus in on what you feel here now. So it's not that we're trying to get a blank mind. Just one that's fully present with rest and restoration. If you feel ready to come back, start with your fingers and your toes. If you'd like to stay right where you are, and you can let the Shavasana extend on and do. When you're ready to close, go to a comfortable side, take a moment, and then we'll meet at seated. Take a moment to align yourself well. You feel your body. You feel your breath. And we'll draw our hands together at heart center. Joining heart and mind, thumbs to forehead center. 
friendship, appreciation, and gratitude we offer each other. Namaste. Namaste. Namaste, y'all. That was great. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Sleep well. Take care of yourselves. Drink lots of water. All the good things. See you soon. Well done. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye, Windsor. Bye, Maureen. Ah, hi, puppy. So cute. He's so cute.